If you're an adventurer, there's one place that you absolutely have to shop. There is, because there's this place called Mototomic, and they have the gas can hoodie, which when you put it on, it feels like a hug. And if you're a true adventure rider, you know that some days don't go as planned and you need a hug. But not only the gas can hoodie, Mototomic has other things too. Like what, Cappy? Like beanies, cups, stickers, t-shirts, and probably my favorite dry bag. That orange dry bag is badass. It is. Mototomic.com. Link in the description. So, Chappie, I got a confession to make. Confess to me. I've been talking to our buddy from B-Moto, Paco Pete. You know B-Moto, that shop that does really cool stuff like... Off-road performance engines and suspensions. They even can Cerakote with ceramic finishes. So the outside is just as strong as the inside. Which is awesome and brings me to my confession, Cody Proof Certification. Because Paco Pete told me they're going to take care of my engine and Cody Proof it. That's something that not too many places can say. No, definitely not. I would just suggest go over to bmoto.com and check it out. They've got some pictures of what they do. Bootiche.com. Link in the description of the podcast. Yes, because it's hard to spell, but they do good work. Hello and welcome to another episode of Throttled Adventures, Season 3, Episode 1. Cody, did you ever think that we'd be doing three years of this? Hell no. This is crazy. I love it. (laughs) I love it. But uh, we were feeling lonely and uh, we reached out to a special person and and, uh, surprisingly he got back to us. So here we go. Yeah, we, we found critters in the house. We got a like set some traps or something you know (laughs) in in critter chris's defense he did say not too many hard questions okay he just got off work so without further ado let's introduce uh our guest choppy (laughs) over to you (laughs) today we have chris from critter moto on youtube he's also on instagram and uh chris uh how the hell are you Hey, I'm pretty good. Uh, good to be here. Long time listener, first time guest. So I'm, uh, yeah, happy to be here. How are you? We, I'm good. Good as well. We're happy to have you. I, uh, you're a hard person to catch. I, I left Utah and hauled ass over to uh, Washington State last year. Yeah, we we just hoping we just to get to meet each you. Other. And, and I guess you heard I was coming. <laughs> yeah, and uh, took off. That's right. Cody's <laughs> coming. I got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah smart choice they say canadians are smart yeah (laughs) that's all right i tried to follow him into canada too so yeah but you didn't you didn't come far enough i mean yeah you saw banff and everything but you got to come over to the island cody come over to the island i'll show you around i I would love to and a funny side story uh we were gonna go to the island and we got to the border and they told us that the day we were crossing or the day before some I don't know, a shooting or something happened? Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I, I remember know. that. Yeah, that was, um, yeah. well, if memory serves, I think that was like a, a, a um, attempted child abduction thing. One of those uh, custody custody things where the one of the parents was trying to take the kid across the border or something like that. I, I seem to remember something about that, yeah. That's kind of crazy. I was like in shock. I thought he was pulling my leg because, I mean, I'm an American, you know, and I, I'm like, uh, 
Can- Canadians don't have <laughs> guns. What the hell are you talking? There is no shooting. <laughs> there's, there's more guns per household in Canada than, than there is in the U.S., believe it or not. Wow. That's impressive. Hey, yeah. cheers and to they whatever. They don't have the problems no. we have. <laughs> but so basically, they uh, they kind of talked us out of going over there, which I'm kind of bummed well, about. Well, it just... It gives me an excuse to come exactly. back and visit you. Exactly. I'm trying to get uh, I'm trying to get a bunch of folks from uh, down south up here. Maybe I'll uh, one day I'll get organized enough to, um, you know, maybe organize a big weekend rally or something and have a whole bunch of folks up here. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. The island's got lots to uh, lots to show though. That would be awesome. I when I went through Canada, man, you have some beautiful country. Yeah, it's it's okay, I guess. Eh, at least the part I saw. <laughs> Yeah, the problem we had is my wife and I were like, we need to come up with a, a word-of-day dictionary because we'd said, wow, and that's so beautiful and pretty and like all all the descriptive words we were running out. Yeah. like Because every time we went around a, a, a corner, there was another view that was yeah, yeah. It's something else. It is It is something else. I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty fortunate to live where I do, that's for sure. I, uh, uh, during my apprenticeship there, I, I spent some time in, uh, Eastern Alberta working in Eastern Alberta, basically the flatlands of Alberta, uh, spent a year working out there. And, uh, when I came back and saw the mountains again, I, I, I realized what I had been missing. And then I crossed over the mountains and you see the ocean and you're just like, Oh yeah, this is where I belong. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty stellar. Oh, over yeah. here, that's for sure. Yeah. Cool. Well, I would say go Canucks, but no, don't, don't even bother. <laughs> Let's not go no, there. Oh, <laughs> uh, I haven't, I haven't very bad, the very bad since Pavel Bure used to play for them. If you remember, oh yeah, I Russian remember Rocket. all those days. Yep, yep, the old Grey Cup, the Stanley Cup runs, and yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I'm a reluctant Canuck fan. That's for sure. The, the, that's all right. Yeah, I know the team you love to hate, right? So. That's all right. At least you have a team. I'm in Utah. We don't have a team. We got yeah. nothing. <laughs> we have the, the Utah game Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Do so, you even have Jazz out there? No, that's the funny part. <laughs> they kept the name from New Orleans, I guess. When they bought the team from New Orleans, they kept the name. Huh. I yeah, brilliant. That. Yeah, I have never heard jazz music in Utah. Maybe I just don't go to the right place. Yeah, you're just not in the right place. <laughs> Interesting. So, Critter, um, easy question, I guess. Okay. How, how did you uh, and motorcycles come to uh, come together? Uh, do you want the short answer or the long answer? It's up to you. The short answer <laughs> which, gives us which, more time to yeah. ask you more questions. Well, but motorcycles, which, <laughs> which one? Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, which one's more uh, entertaining? Oh, okay. Um, well, I don't know how entertaining it is. It's just, we'll just, uh, here we go. How did I get started in motorcycles? So motorcycles have always been around. Like for as long as I can remember, uh, my mom, one of my mom's, friends had a motorcycle or whatever you always had an old harley old shovel head something like that right so kind of grew up with um with uh cruisers and street bikes and uh when i turned 16 and got my license um it wasn't too long thereafter that i went and got my first bike and uh a honda ascot five 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 hundred f i think they called it honda ascot 
single cylinder, hard to find nowadays. But uh, anyways, that was my very first bike and uh, farted around the street and been riding multiple bikes since then. Um, but prior, I should back up. So prior to 16, when I was, um, I guess I'm going to say about nine or 10 years old, I'm riding my, uh, my, my, my Huffy BMX. It was so cool. It was white <laughs> and, and, and blue, blue spoked rims, right? It was so awesome. And, uh, one of the major, uh, main roads down here called Bowen Road, I'm cruising down there and I come up to a stoplight waiting across the street. And way back in the day when I was a kid, the Hells Angels were a pretty big force here in, in Nanaimo. We actually had the clubhouse and everything. And while I'm sitting there waiting across the street, you hear from the, from the distance, the, 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 rumble, <clears throat> the, the, the roar of two mighty V-twins come up, right? Yeah. And uh, so these, these two biker guys, dark, greasy, dirty, on their black hogs, just bop, 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 bop. And they're sitting there at the, at the stoplight waiting to go as well. And the one guy closest to me looks over and he goes, nice bike kid and i'm, I'm like really? what what <laughs> he's like just made my day right yeah. and basically just after he said that the light goes green and you just hear the roar just boom, and away they go right and i went having grown up with around bikes and then to see bikes and to have that you know first initial interaction i was like oh yeah oh yeah i'm a motorcyclist now i'm getting a motorcycle <laughs> oh so, yeah that's what happened when i turned 16 and then it wasn't till um uh, kind of, I had a couple of cafe racers, uh, sort of did that, uh, you know, that, that young punk kind of mod thing. Uh, I had a couple of cafe racers and it wasn't until, uh, the nineties, I guess I'm really dating myself here, but it wasn't until the nineties that I got my first cruiser. And then I started the cruiser lifestyle and I've been on big, loud, low lean bikes since then. And, uh, just up until, six years ago now i had my first taste of the dirt and i have been hooked on the dirt ever since it is so pretty tasty I, I, wish, isn't it? I wish i had a found oh yeah i wish i had a found dual speed the the life of dual sport um prior to that yeah it's just it's it's life-changing it's life-altering it's just it's amazing it is somebody in a video got caught uh recently talking about dual sport yeah, yeah, somebody did. <laughs> I, I almost edited that out. In fact, I thought I had it edited out. And then no, I, I like saw it a in comment there. I, I think... that said, "Oh, dual sport, motherfucker, huh? All right." <laughs> oh, I was like, "Oh, I guess I forgot to edit that out." <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it was good. I chuckled. I chuckled. Yeah. No, dual sport. But yeah, the, is fun. the thing with uh, yeah, the thing with dual sport riding for me is, um, I've always been an outdoor kid always been into the camping and, and survival bushcraft, bushcraft before bushcraft was even a thing. Right. Ooh. And, uh, now I'm combining that love with motorcycles. It's just, hello, match made in I heaven. Yeah. Right. So it's like, ding, 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 nice. ding. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So did you end up at the clubhouse? That's what I want to know. <laughs> When you got your first bagger, did no, you up- I, I never did. I, um, no, we, yeah, I mean, we it can was sort of like we can use plausible deniability around well. those guys, and yeah, okay, a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, it was yeah, just no. kind of an off the cuff question. I, one of my experiences didn't happen until I was like 47, but I was coming down a canyon, it was a, it was a uh, holiday weekend, and the canyon was backed up for 
10 miles. And like you said, I heard this, you know, and there must've been 40 bikes. I think they were, I can't remember the club, probably if it's Utah, probably the banditos, but they decided to take the shoulder and go for it. Well, my clutch hand was tired of holding the oh, yeah. clutch in and the brake. And so I just hopped right in behind the last one and cruised down and it was awesome. We got down there and I, it must've been, I don't know, a prospect or something. He didn't have a cut on, but he was with them. And he's like, nice oh, keeping up with us, man. <laughs> so that was, that was my cool experience with the, <laughs> with the bagger bikers. <laughs> that was about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. So you had quite the adventure this summer. You'd uh, ventured down to Yellowstone and met met up with Pete and all them guys. Did quite a myself. Was it, yeah, was it like five weeks? Yeah, um, down not Yellowstone down to Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, I was I was gone for um, I was gone for twenty one days in total, and uh, I, the the main intent was to hit the uh, giant loop ride. I'd have been. I've been um, sort of rocking giant loop gear for well, ever since I hit the dirt and I've been a giant loop fanboy ever since. And uh, I've been trying to get down to the giant loop ride. And the year that I was set to go, uh, it was 2020 <laughs> and we all know what happened <laughs> in 2020. Yeah. So I couldn't go. And then, and then it looked like, yeah, it looked like, uh, looked like borders were going to open up in 2021. 20, so I was all excited again, I was ready to go. And, Nope. Couldn't go. So yeah. So 22 came around and, and this time I was, yeah, I got to go, got to go. And thankfully, you know, everything was, was worked out well. And, and uh, yeah, I headed down and the, the the original intent was just to um, head down there and uh, yeah, you know, do the giant loop ride and uh, meet up with, uh, you know, Ben from Dork in the Road and Travis from Explore Adventure Moto. I'd been talking to these guys for, for years. I've, I've been, been, you know, talking to Ben for ever since I hit the dirt. So like I've known him for like six years and we kind of created a friendship on online and then oh, wow. to go down and actually meet these guys was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, the event was awesome. Um, get down there with uh, basically hanging out with 300 like-minded people that are all there for the same reason just to talk dual sport and ride dirt and you know drink some beer and hang out and it was just it was so cool um really 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 good event i you know if, if anybody ever gets a chance to do it i say do it go for it and uh but yeah so the main intent was to head down there for that weekend turn around and come back but um you know some offers came through to go do some moto camping so i went and did that and uh then you know the the pnw summer opener was happening so i went and did that and you know these things just kept popping up and popping up and and i went and did them and then you know i I basically had to come home after the pnw summer opener because i had been up been home or been away for for long enough the the wife was at home with the the three daughters and it was time for me to to head back there and do some daddy stuff, right? So (laughs) you foiled my plans because I was so scared to cross the border. I'd never crossed the border as an adult. Uh, So I was just going to hide in like some of your luggage in the giant loops or whatever, (laughs) but you kind of foiled that when you went home early. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I was so stressed. The only thing uh, is, do you have any weapons? 
And I look back like at my wife, oh. I'm like, no, uh, not on me. Uh, no. <laughs> and that's yeah. pretty much all they wanted yeah. to know. Now coming back. Was oh, different. yeah. They wanted DNA. And- I've never, um, <laughs> knock wood, I've never had a problem at the border myself. Um, usually because when I get to the border, I'm like a, 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 a six-year-old on Christmas morning. You know, the border guard asked me, so what are you doing? I'm going to Giant Loop, man. I'm going. Yeah. All excited and everything. And I'm like, do you want me to take my helmet off? (laughs) No, no. You can keep your helmet on. Do you want to check my bags? (laughs) No, no, no. Just go. (laughs) It's just, I'm all excited, hyped out and everything, right? So I'm I'm sure, I'm sure I ride off and they, they have a good chuckle and laugh. I just want to finish my coffee, bro. Go ahead and go through. (laughs) Yeah, that's all right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Well, and so if if anybody's listening that doesn't know you who you are, um shame on why them. Don't you, why don't you give them a brief rundown of uh where they can find you? Okay, well they can find me on uh on Instagram, pretty active on there, uh critter critter moto on Instagram, critter underscore moto. And they can find me on YouTube, critter moto at YouTube on YouTube. Um I'm being, you know, putting out more and more content on the, on the YouTube lately. So that's, I'm having a lot of fun doing that. And, uh, I've also got a website going. So, um, crittermoto.com, uh, the website will link to, to everything, my Facebook, my Instagram, my YouTube, uh, there's a merch store there. If you want to, you know, help support the critter, <laughs> maybe buy a t-shirt or so, but, uh, shameless self plug there. Sorry. But, uh, yeah, so that's that that's awesome and there'll be beautiful. links to all of that in the description yes check that yes. by the yes. way in while you're there in the description yes. you know go to your yep. favorite place on podcasts and leave us a review if you can five star right of course yeah shameless yes. self plugs <laughs> now yeah, you were, uh, you were- <laughs> i i saw a picture of bubba J proudly sporting the critter shirt he won oh, on your live stream. So yes. Cool. That is that, so like, cool. I, I, he loves Yeah, that that's shirt. awesome. Yeah, my very first uh yeah, very first very first live stream and uh I'm glad I mean you know, I'm I'm happy for all the winners, but I'm glad that he got it, you know, cuz he's he's um, his dad talks back and forth on, on the, uh, on the, the socials there and stuff. And, and yeah. I always get the feedback of how excited he is about, you know, my videos and stuff that I say, and, you know, and, and, and a lot of my videos I do cooking and Bubba J does his cooking and, yeah. so you know, that's one really of my bucket list stuff, items so it's, is it's pretty awesome is to do a, yeah. get some Bubba J cooking because he's awesome. And his, you yeah, know how yeah. you're talking about crossing the border? That's what he looks like when he's cooking, man. He's just in his happy place. And I'm like, oh, but that stuff. <laughs> oh, so yeah, good. for I, sure. Yeah. I need to break bread with uh, Bubba Jay and his, and his family because they are awesome people. Yeah. And they're very yeah, active I believe in the they're, community. Um, oh, they are. Yeah. I believe they're going to Giant Loop this year as well. So hopefully I can see them down there. Nice. Oh, you're going to do it again? Oh, God. Yeah. I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> i'll wait outside yeah, I, I don't I'll stalk I, you from outside because i might not be able to go okay, in there. okay. being a moscow boy you know i don't know if giant uh, it's okay we we, we they don't they us don't giant loop guys we we don't mind you moscow guys yeah it's okay I and mean, vice versa not I mean, everybody can make the right purchase right so right well you know <laughs> i i like to buy once and cry once 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. The plan is a giant loop this year. And uh, I was looking at hitting the, uh, the Oregon do? BDR right after giant loop. Ooh, uh, Cause no. that opens this year as well. But um, the snowpack may be too, too low. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Cause the, the, the big plan for this year was to head down, do giant loop, do the Oregon BDR on my way back and then the Washington BDR on my way back. So hit two BDRs on my way back. Yeah, baby. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be my plan. That'd be great. And if it's snowy, it'll make a great video. It won't be much fun, but it'll make a good video. (laughs) Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Damn snow stopped me and, and the wife, we were two up in the Idaho BDR and ran into snow. That video yeah, will come out like yeah. in, in June a year. Yeah. Yeah. June. Yeah. Amazing. We hit uh, last, last year at the uh, PNW, um, Ben, Travis, myself, and uh, Tim, AKA Timmers on Instagram. Uh, we went and rode and we, we hit snow, got turned around with the snow and that was in June as well. Wow. So I don't know if the, my plan of hitting the BDRs is going to work, but you know, I'll be able to do some of it hopefully. Yeah. I mean, the goal is always to complete it, but it's still fun even if you don't, right? So, I haven't completed one yet, but I've been on it a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're lucky. Five miles from your house. Yeah. Well, I might be getting closer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know what's going on these days. Uh, that would be nice. Yeah. Well, yes and no. Um the the house that we're living in is being sold, so we're gonna have to find a a new new digs, a new abode. Uh oh, new abode. Yeah. Well, Chappie, planned, fortunately so. for you, Moto Camp it's a, it's a nerd move. has hooked you up with a home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the hotel. Uh, the unfortunately, hotel. Go. <laughs> it's not a good home for where I live. <laughs> Yeah, and the snow tents kind of suck. They're they're yes. okay, but I've been looking at hot tenting, but carrying that uh, stove on the bike is... I know that uh, Dork on the road, or Dork in the road, get it wrong every time. Anyway, I know he can carry a cooler of beer, so I should be able to find a spot for my tent <laughs> stove, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There actually is a uh, uh, an all-titanium um, stove, and once it's packed down... Um, it's about the size of a 16 inch MacBook pro. Ooh, so wow. not too, not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You'll I don't know if you guys, I'm going to send me the link drop to it in on here, Instagram but I, or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, just check out, um, Alexis outdoors on, uh, on YouTube. Uh, she's a Canadian YouTuber, uh, outdoor, um, bushcrafter. And she has a video where she has a, a small, uh, two man hot tent. And this small stove, and it's just like, wow! It's really, really compact, really cool. So I think you could probably huh. get that on a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. that sounds. I've cool. been known to do crazier stuff, like a yeah. dog. <laughs> <laughs> DJ weighs eighty-two pounds. We had him at the vet the other day. Eighty-two pounds. Holy eighty-two hell. pounds. He weighs more makes than it, my wife. Makes makes it really easy to wheelie. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, Critter, you were saying, uh, as we were talking before the podcast, you have a, a series that uh, is going to be wrapping up soon. 
What, uh... Yeah, yeah. The um, the the video series from the Oregon Oregon Washington trip, and uh, I call it the Oregon Washington trip because I hit Oregon first, Washington second. Um, but uh, yeah, that's going to be. It looks like eight eight videos altogether. Um, so the yeah, it, I think they'll all be out by the time this airs. You guys were saying um, that's a pretty good series. It's been. Um, it's been received well. I'm getting a lot of good feedback, a lot of good comments. Uh, tried a couple of different um, editing styles for me. Uh, did some narration that I've never done narration in my videos before. Um, the on a personal note, uh, the the big thing with that Oregon Washington series is uh, uh, during my 21 days, I kind of um, had a. Uh, a moment um, I needed to get away because I was, I was feeling down and everything. Right. And that was a big mm-hmm. thing for, for mm-hmm. getting away. And uh, I sort of had a, a three days where I was stuck in a cabin and oh, uh, you know, just, just waiting for the atmospheric river to, to it, it wasn't fit for man or beast. It was raining so much. Right. <laughs> and so I'm stuck in this little 10 by 12 shed which was they called a cabin, but at a at a KOA there, and left alone to with nothing but my thoughts, and uh, sort of had a, um, a real spiritual uh, sort of awakening or whatever. Um, prior to that, things were you know in in, in full disclosure um, and honesty, uh, really super dark for myself, like um, potentially ending dark for Oof. myself prior to that. And, Sorry to uh, hear that. Yeah. Well, you know, um, some really good things have come out of it. Um, uh, in the video, I explain, um, I explained that I wasn't first going to put it out there and it was scary to put it out there to, to, to come so clean about that and to, you know, and put it out in front of the world. Um, it's scary at first, but it's also empowering at the same time. Um, I feel in so much better of a headspace since doing that and more uh, rejuvenated and, 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 uh, trying to find the right, the right words to describe. But the fact that that little video, that, that one video has touched so many people and I've had so many people private message me and just say, thank you for that. Like, I'm thanks. Like say thank you. It's right given now. me, I got the, the goosebumps. <laughs> Look out. I mean, I appreciate yeah, so, your honesty and willing to share that. Um, you know, yeah. I've kind of been yeah, in so that dark was, place lately. Not that, not quite that far, but winter, man. Yeah. Yeah, I've just, you know, through those three days, realized it's something I've been having, I've been dealing with for pretty much all my life. I've always had pretty bad social anxiety. And um, then the depression part, I didn't realize my depression was as bad as it was, uh, or that I had it as often as I did. Uh, so when I got back from my trip, I, um, I was... I would have to say I was uh, a a lucky one because I was able to come to some sort of self-realization myself during those three days. Um, But I still, when I got back, I I started Googling and searching, you know, where would someone else in my position have found some help? And, uh, you know, I came across um, uh, a resource called Heads Up Guys. And uh, here we've got um, uh, UBC over in, in Vancouver, one of our, our universities there. And, and um, they're based out of that. And uh, it's just a free resource. You get on there and they, they have some tips and tricks. And, you know, they have a um, basically a, a questionnaire you can fill out and answer to see 
you know, where you might fall and do you really need to get some help? Are you really depressed or, you know, is it just, you know, moods or whatever, right? So I did some research with that and uh, took a look at that. And then I reached out to them and said, hey, can I, can I, you know, promote you guys? Can I, you know, help get this word out? And uh, they said, sure, yeah, we really appreciate it. So I guess now I'm officially riding for men's mental health. So I'm going to... Awesome, man. Yeah, my... My, my 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 premise for starting the channel was to show that you don't need a lot of CCs to have a lot of fun because I'm doing everything on a little 250, right? So now it'll be that as well as I'm going to just promote a little bit more about, you know, how good riding is for your mental state. You know, like, like for me, riding has always been my, my therapy, right? And uh, that 21 day, it just turned out that that therapy, you know, combined with, um, uh, you know, that the whole social aspect of giant loop and all these people and, and my social anxiety, that was worn out after that. Just like having <laughs> to deal with you. that. I was like, I man, total Olympics. Right. I was just like, Whoa. And it, it just, it seemed to all come crashing right at day 13, day 13, 14. And, uh, yeah. So, to be able to take all of that and, you know, come home and make a real big positive thing out of it. I think it's been great. And I'm just going to keep on trying to promote, you know, self-help for us guys. Cause a lot of us guys, especially my age, um, you know, I'm 53. So I was grown up in the, yeah. brought up in the generation that, you know, you Man work up. hard and you, and yeah, that's right. Man you up know, and Don't shut cry up, you right? pussy. That's right. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, I grew up in so, get back in the game. Yeah, that's right. Shake that's it right. off. And, and there's a lot of ways where, you know, that I'm, I'm that guy. I'll just keep on going and plugging through. Right. But, uh, yeah, so if, if I can, you know, start helping some more, some more guys out and, you know, helping them, giving them the courage to open up as well, then, uh, then that's great. Well, I, uh, thank you and respect the hell out of that. And I, speaking, I think a lot of people that have found this podcast, especially if they make it through more than one episode, uh, can relate. Um, to yeah. me, that was, I, I wouldn't leave the home. Like I wouldn't even go to buy, I'm a smoker. I wouldn't even go by myself to buy cigarettes. I was so anxious. And, mm-hmm. and then Tim Collins kind of invited me to meet him and, uh, changed my life. Like I ended up doing a solo BDR, you know, um, and I had a similar awakening like and i can on multiple trips i can still do it it's kind of funny it's not like there's a magic day it just happens when it wants to happen but i think i was talking to my wife about it and she said uh because it always happens in nature for me Um, Mm -hmm. when i have those moments of clarity and whatever but and she referred back to and close your ears if you don't want to hear people but whatever she referred back to the you know the bible they always went out into the wilderness to uh, pray or to, you know, to gain some sort of spiritual knowledge or whatever. So, sure. Now I just say I'm being biblical yeah. and it's my church. That's kind of yeah. my, uh, yeah. it's kind of my, kind of my thing and my scapegoat and my excuse, but <laughs> there but, you go. <laughs> I mean, I think I, I like that because it's a, it's a real subject and a lot of us deal with it. A lot of us ignore it, but I think, I know Chappie and I have talked, but the motorcycle is a therapy 
you know, whether it's just a, just a ride down, you know, for an hour and back into the garage, or if it's a 20 day trip or, you know, you get some sort of focus on. Yeah. It it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. Nope. As you, as that clutch releases and the, the power starts to go to that rear wheel, the, the corners of the mouth start to turn up and yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't stop until you get back and you got to put it in the garage and then it goes down. Yeah. That's when my frown. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah. Just something about it just forces everything right out of your head. You're just, you're there, you're in the moment. You're just living it in yeah. the wind. Yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. Love it. I like to add dirt. We all kind of like some dirt now and then. Absolutely. But, uh, I'm growing to love the road now. So you've had a lot of riding on the road. Any other favorite bikes you've had along the way before you ended up on a 250? Well, my, uh, the two bikes I have right now are my favorite bikes. Um, my VTX 1300 Honda VTX 1300 C, um, the fully customized, uh, 240 rear end, uh, 28 degree rake or sorry, eight degree rake. Uh, so I've made her long and lean and, uh, affectionately call her candy. Uh, that was my dream bike. Um, you know, being the age that I am, uh, you know, the old movies like, you know, Harley Davidson and the Marlboro man, mm-hmm. um, you know, like Mickey Rourke's bike. I like Mickey Rourke's bike. I was like, yeah, that's a freaking cool bike. I've always, I've always been drawn towards like the chopper kind of style. And, uh, this one here. Um, it happened to, I happened to come across it on marketplace and I whined and whined and whined and whined and whined. <laughs> and I'll keep saying this for another hour, but that's how much I whined. And then finally the wife said, go get it. Okay. <laughs> so okay. Okay. away I went and I got See ya. it. It's like the mortar. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get a bike. I'm that's going right. To get a bike. <laughs> yeah. So I went and got her and, and rode it. And, uh, I absolutely love that motorcycle. And, uh, then when it came time for dirt, my, uh, my second son, my second eldest son used to race, uh, motocross oh, and, wow. uh, yeah, uh, he had to, he had to, you know, step down cause he was getting run over too many times, but, um, he, uh, one, one weekend he let me take his motocross bike for a little rip on the dirt. And that was my very first taste of, uh, of dirt. Um, it was terrifying. You know, I'm, I'm on a, a heavily modified motocross monster and it basically, it bucked me right away. You just look at the throttle and the thing is gone Mach <laughs> eight and it's unbelievable, but something about it just, uh, it, it just, it, it got to me. So then, um, the guy, I, I did my carpentry apprenticeship under, uh, allowed me to, uh, borrow his, um, old KTM, I want to say 450, an old, older model. And that was a little bit tamer than the race bike. So I was cruising around on that and, uh, I happened to do a jump and, and totally, you know, cased it, did it totally incorrectly came down and front front first and went, Oh, that was dumb. That kind of hurt. <laughs> so yeah, I did that. And from there, I knew I had to get a dirt bike or something that would do the dirt. So, but knowing that the 450 was maybe too much for me at the time and knowing my limit, I went and started looking at the 250s. And that's that's how I ended up with the the CRF. 
um, that and I've always been uh, kind of a Honda fanboy as well, right? So um, the nice thing about the Hondas is you just you can basically abuse them, put them away, and then start them up, and they're happy to play um, every time. So and I'm not a cute, I'm not a huge mechanic, right? But I do do some stuff. But uh, yeah, so tons and tons of research, and that's what landed me on the the CRF 250L. I thought you were going to say it was itchy boots. No, no. Itchy Boots got hers after I got mine. She Perfect. Follows, she's following me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> she's got, that's yeah, right. she's got the 300. Yeah, she has a 300. <laughs> that's now. how new it is. Yeah. yeah, that's how new. Oh, I did she have a 250L? She, she had it. She had a 250 when she was going through, um, I did not Africa. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an adventure writer. I was thinking about Africa and then my wife and I are watching the show and, uh, this our elephant charges them there in a freaking big old Jeep. <laughs> knocks the jeep over and i thought you know what never mind i'm yeah. not going solo into africa or whatever as cool as no, it would be to see the giraffes run across instead of deer or something in front of you yeah i don't want to play with the lions and the tigers oh, and no. bears oh my <laughs> no no I, i'm kind of on the same page with you like lots of people are like their africa's their their dream destination to ride and uh i'm i'm quite content to watch other people do it on tv me too and i'll go to the zoo i, I, I don't really have a huge desire to, to ride there I, just, I don't know there's other places in the world i'd rather go yeah uh adventure north, north america and south america have some yeah. beautiful landscape i mean oh yeah thinking the same yeah. thing like all these people would make this big deal about travel the world and all that I know in America, we got beautiful country and just the mm-hmm. the small part of Canada that I got to see was, I mean, otherworldly. So, oh yeah. And I don't yeah. have to fly well, a bike in, uh... to across an ocean or anything. So, I mean, that's right. Once I run out of seeing North and South Americas and then maybe we'll talk, but I don't yeah. know. I'm getting up yeah. there. I'm almost 50 getting pushing 50. So. We'll see. Ah, you're still young. You're still young. I'm, I'm going to ride till I'm about 92. Idiot kid in my head. So <laughs> <laughs> poor chappy. <laughs> Every week, oh God, I got to babysit again. <laughs> you, do, you do a great job, chappy. I'm just, you know, thinking about when you, when you finally do get here, and we go on our trip. I'm going to be. It's going to be like a three week babysitting job. Exactly. <laughs> You're gonna have Thank, to put a child we're leash not on me or something. Borders. I'm not gonna get stuck in some little. I know. Chappy said he wouldn't, somewhere. wouldn't cross the border with me. He said I'd get him thrown in jail. <laughs> no. Even Tim. Even Tim said it would be touch and go. Yeah, that's <laughs> is that right? That's touchy. I'm supposed to be uh, meeting Paco Pete and Tim Collins and. Yes, but you're supposed to cross on your own. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> they're not in, crossing it's in with like you. a few days. I'm supposed to go to Baja. They're not crossing the border with you. Your wife is I, the only one brave enough to do that. <laughs> I I have not. Uh, Everybody's like, it. Cody, go first. We'll follow. Yeah, I'll see if you make it. <laughs> no, they're already yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> we're but, here. Uh, We've we're established, Cody. Uh, if you need to be bailed out, we might we might bail you out. Probably not. But yeah, <laughs> I haven't broke it to all my buddies yet. So if this is your first time hearing it, I'm sorry, but uh, I'm not going to be able to make that trip. So as uh, you're talking of dark places, there's just uh, some other things that need to be handled right now. I'll look forward to yeah, the next Yeah, things trip. are tight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, it's been an interesting few years, but the community of motorcyclists, adventure and street and dirt has, uh, it, it amazes me. Amazes. I know Chappie says the same thing. Probably you just great. People. Oh yeah. I'm dumbfounded all the time. Like, uh, you know, been in the, the, the cruiser community for quite a while and uh, then to step into the the off-road world, the adventure rider world, the dual sport world, man, it's 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 amazing that the people that are that are here are just wow, there's like very little judgment. You know, there, you always get the, the there's always that one guy, right? Right. But the majority of them <laughs> the, Cody. Don't <laughs> no, be that one no, guy. Had, oh. Cody had one on his on his uh, Utah BDR trip. <laughs> Oh yeah. 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 I left him yeah. out of the video. But you know, in a in a hole, everybody's there to uh support and lift up and you know, there to help you out. And it's yep. just it's it's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. great great bunch of people. They don't seem to at least the ones I've run into so far don't seem to care what bike you're on, what kind of luggage you're wearing, whatever. They just it reminds me of when I was a kid, uh the team aspect, right? Like if you were mm. a competitor at a sport or something. And you had somebody on an opposing team that was as good as you or better. There was like a mutual kind of bonding, like you respected their yeah. their efforts yeah. and their and their work. And it kind of feels like that to me as an adult yeah. now. So it's, it's really cool. Yeah, there's a there's a group of us here on the island, and uh, we call ourselves the the mixed nuts ADV because <laughs> because we're. <laughs> different skill sets but like like you're saying cody we're we're all there for each other we're just there to go out and en- enjoy the ride um if it means that uh we're only riding as fast as our our our, our faster our slowest rider it doesn't matter we're out there just having a good time and just hanging out and seeing stuff right we're always there to to pick up a bike you know if a bike goes down we're always there to help each other and yeah it's it's, it's pretty great i really like it yeah, it does help with social anxiety when you're around people like that. You know, yeah. Just yeah, caring yeah, and, for sure. and they're all for, you know, out to have a good time, make sure everybody's good. So, yeah. Yeah. It's funny when when it's, I was just going to say it's not about who gets there first, you know, we get there together. No. So, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, we've um do a uh, uh an Easter giver and uh Thanksgiver every year and uh i filmed the the both last year and after um you know releasing both of those videos i've had people contact me and say i want to ride with you guys because it looks like you guys are having a lot of fun so you know and and it just kind of comes across on on the videos right like we're just there for each other we're just there hanging out there's no uh there's no egos there's no race you know, and if we do have some fast guys, then they just take off and they go fast. But then, you know, they, then they you do meet the proper up. etiquette. They they wait at the next turn for us, and you know, away we go. Right? So, yeah, yeah. No, it's great. Yeah, it's, awesome. it's nice to just be, you know, able to let loose and and just enjoy. It. I always say the first guy there missed half the scenery, so I'm always the last. Guy <laughs> Absolutely. <to> show up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking yeah. to the caterpillar on the leaf, and you know, <laughs> where the hell. <laughs> Which is that's not because you were smoking stuff, was it? No, no, <laughs> no. I only smoke stuff when I go to Disneyland and oh, Disneyland. Uh, 
it was the Canadians at the rally. I'm going to blame the Canadians in the camp <laughs> next to us because all of a sudden, Paco Pete and me and Randomly Trees and Oliver and Super Dave were sitting at our camp, minding our own business, maybe just having a beer, but nothing, you know, nothing hard. And about 8 p.m., we'd smell this aroma come over from another camp. And within about a half hour, we're hungry and we're laughing at the stupidest shit. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Cody, where where they had the the rally, was it legal? I'm not sure. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, when I used to smoke pot, it was never legal. So I just call these guys pussies because it's legal now. What the fun is that? I don't see the coming more. Yeah. More accepted. It was in Washington. So I'm assuming it was legal, but I don't know, but it made us laugh. It's crazy. It's it's, uh, it's legal up here in BC. It it was a giggle. fest For quite a while too. Right. You guys were before the U S if I'm, remember correctly oh man i i can't i can't remember i've been too perma stoned <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> you'll fit right in in oregon then <laughs> yeah last yeah. time i went to oregon i almost didn't make it home what oh man hey, he's, ah, back. he's back oh <laughs> there we go we lost you for a second there it's all right i think it's uh still recording so yeah beautiful looks like it is so, uh, uh, other than Giant Loop, any uh, other plans? Two BDRs. Oh, well, wait a minute. Mentioning well, Giant Loop again, uh, should let everybody know you are a Giant Loop ambassador. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. That was a pretty amazing thing that happened. Cause, uh, right about know, like the time of the rally, too, right? Yeah, well, like I'd mentioned earlier, I was a big Giant Loop fanboy. So, to get down to the rally was pretty cool. Meet Harold was pretty cool. Um, and then, uh, you know, being out where the giant loop rally is, you know, it's, it's miles and miles before gas stations. And I was going through my reserve fuel on the, on the 250. So I wanted to get, um, one of the, um, um, armadillos or whatever. What are they called now? Oh my God. Not the guy. I want to call it a gas bag, but it's not. What's the, uh. Oh, this is so bad. Edited Arm- yeah, I, Armadillo? I know it, I know it. Armadillo bag. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to grab an armadillo bag, um, but they didn't bring any to sell at the, at the rally. Uh-huh. So I asked Harold, I said, you know, the day after the rally, can I swing by and, uh, and just, and grab one. And he wasn't going to be there the day after, but available the next day. So that's why I went off moto camping with, uh, with Travis and his buddy, Wes, yeah, so after the moto camp with Travis and Wes, I headed down to the uh, Giant Loop Warehouse to meet up with Harold. And uh, when we were there, Harold gave me a, a, a tour of the warehouse, and that was pretty cool. That was interesting. Um, and then, you know, through <clears throat> a couple minutes of talking with Harold, he, he looks at me and goes, you know what, we should, we should make you an ambassador. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what what i was just i was completely blown away stuff like that doesn't happen to little old canadian me but uh <laughs> yeah right there on the spot he made me a giant loop ambassador and uh so i've had that title for a year now so and that's pretty cool pretty proud of that that's pretty awesome and that's like i said awesome. it doesn't uh doesn't seem to happen to canadians too much so to be a, a canadian giant loop ambassador is is pretty amazing that is pretty that is. awesome. Yeah, it's been uh, 
It's been a lot of fun. Uh, thanks for having me. Oh, we appreciate uh, you coming yeah, out. Don't forget to check me out on the, uh, on the socials there. And uh, I'll keep listening to you guys from home. So this is Chris, a.k.a. Critter Moto. And uh, I typically always end my videos with, till next time, let's get out there and ride. All right. Thank you for coming, Chris. All right. Well, it seems like uh, we start the year three off with technical difficulties. It's always an adventure. Yep. It's like... Adventure uh, happens, baby. Oh, yeah. It happens, all right. Another surprise came out of that interview, too. What surprise was that? Uh, I was I was just looking over. Um, heads up, guys. Oh, really? Yeah. Looks pretty cool. Do a questionnaire and then has suggestions and you can find therapists. All sorts of stuff, so. Well, that's cool. I just felt like that was a, uh, like we were doing something meaningful for a minute there. I mean, it's all meaningful. Adventure is, but when uh, when you can help the community, I thought that was cool that he was brave enough to share that. Yeah, I, I can't stress enough that uh, if you're not feeling uh, quite yourself, sometimes uh, getting some professional help is can be a lifesaver. Yes. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm uh, just ignoring what you're saying right now. <laughs> uh, I'm fine. Uh, it looked like you were holding in a burp. I was. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, so we kicked I, Critter off. Well, see you later, dude. Yeah, Thanks, it was Chris. just, you know, uh, apologies to everybody, but, um, we tried to reconnect a couple times and, uh, we just could not get the sound back. So, the end of the interview there, Cody was texting the questions. <laughs> <laughs> to critter and critter was answering and it just you know we were close to an hour anyway so yeah um, our we'll, sound we'll engineer to, yeah we'll have to get him back took friday night off <clears throat> yeah it's just uh when you're dealing good. with technology sometimes sometimes it just does not cooperate yeah but it seems like a lot of our better interviews tend to have some kind of a hiccup along the way anyway. Yeah. It's uh, kind of how, how we roll. <laughs> hiccup. I mean, hiccup. hiccup. Are you okay I don't know. now? <laughs> I think I'm good. Jesus. Oh, my goodness. That was funny. Yeah, so all the places that Critter said that you can go catch some of his uh, content – there's a link down in the description of the podcast if you want to check that out. Do it. Uh, Do yeah, it I now. Highly, I would highly suggest you check out his YouTube channel. Um, if you're into adventure and camping and cooking, he's got some uh, pretty good cooking videos as well. I found it pretty cool that he's into bushcrafting too. I didn't know that. Yeah. I've never crafted a bush myself, so I know nothing about it. Well, in the 80s, I played with a lot of those. 
the nineties. Say anything and, about playing with them? We talked to, talking about crafting. There was less bush in the nineties and two thousands, I think. Although I did just see Bush in concert not too long ago. Wasn't a bad show, actually. For how, how old they must be. <laughs> Don't want to see old Bush. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. That leads us Here into... We go. Anyway. I am not wearing my Moto Tamakoti. I'm cheating. I am. Uh, my buddy gave me a sweatshirt for Christmas, and I was a little chilly, so <clears throat> my Motatomic one is in the wash. But if you enjoy having a nice warm hoodie, uh, you can't beat the, the Motatomic gas can hoodie. Nope, can't do it. Is, it. it is the class act of hoodies. I love mine. This one's nice, but... Uh, I don't feel like I'm being hugged. I feel like I'm being groped. No, no, it's a it's a little baggier than than the lightly caressed. <laughs> Next thing yeah. you know, you're gonna have a bag of mixed nuts. Jesus, no mixed nuts. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, oh, forgot. we forgot. You know, we got disconnected it's going to talk about how you have similar bikes yeah i know but we just we'll have to have mine again he texted we'll me said questions. that we popped his cherry <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. his uh interview this is going cherry. downhill fast it sure is it's friday night i'm glad critter's not around to see you drag us through the mud what <laughs> He watches my stupid videos, so. <laughs> that was fucking funny. We didn't get that on record. Oh, we didn't? No, and then the, the whole, uh, if you're insulting me, I'd probably apologize, apologize. for it anyway. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was funnier now. You know, the hardest part about trip to Canada, I usually pick up uh, accents and stuff, right? But I could not say about like they do, it's like a boat, boat, a boat, 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 a boat. boat, a boat. I tried like crazy to get it, but I just couldn't get it right. He said it a couple times. I was like, damn it. <laughs> it's all a boot. How you say it? Yeah. Get in the boat. eh? a boot. There's a mouse in my beer, Holzer. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway. I'll revisit strange brew. Anyway. anyway, anyway, all right, we're gonna sign out, but uh, make sure you get your bike to B Moto and uh, wear your gas can hoodie if you have to take it in the cold down to ship off your motor or whatever. Yes, uh, speaking of B Moto, I need to reach out to Paul and talk to him. I need to have some stuff done, so we will bring you along through that process as we go. As we did with Cody's motor. Yes. There'll be more stories on that motor once uh, global warming actually becomes warm again. <laughs> oh, jeez. I went outside and my nuts were the size of raisins today. It was fucking cold. <sighs> Thank you for that mental picture. <laughs>
big raisins, but raisins Sis. nonetheless. You're the only white guy Ruins. with two little freaking black nuts hanging <laughs> off his freaking scrotums. <laughs> At least I still have my nuts. <laughs> we won't uh, even get into that. That'll be for the other podcast. I think too. they're mixed. They're definitely mixed. Yeah. My so parents, my parents couldn't afford no options. I was like stuck. Yeah, you're. Year three, and we still have a discount code that you can use over at Mototomic. It's throttled ADV. You can get yourself a gas can hoodie. They've got great dry bags. Uh, that 40 liter is still my favorite. It fits all my camping stuff. If it comes out with a 60, I could almost fit in it. Probably. The 40, I could probably put the wife in in a pinch. You can pinch it? Yeah. It's Friday, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, Jesus, no. Hey, if you're going to do that in public, at least go to Moto Camp Nerd and get a tent. Yes, uh, so I don't have to see it. Exactly. Do it in your tent. In your tent. And please put the rain fly on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we yes, don't want. Uh, and be careful where you put the light, because shadowy figures. Uh, Austin Powers movie. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, you go on over to Moto Camp Nerd, and you can also use that discount code Throttle ADV over there to save ten percent on your order. He has. Sleeping bags, sleeping pads, tents, uh, you know, you name it. Um, he Cooking also, gear, all sorts of shit. Yeah, and he cool. also is a uh, distributor for Giant Loop. So if you want to get some Giant Loop stuff, like... Uh, if you want to be like Critter Chris, about, yeah. and get some GL. You can get that stuff over at Motocamp Nerd. And he also now has the Garmin Mini. That's a great option. Very uh, minimalist. It's just not the option for me. The Mini. Yeah. I would no, you like your things so big. Fast. I would yeah, lose it. I'd lose it in the first trip. Oh, because it's too small. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's great if you just hook it to like your jacket or vest, you know, you hardly know it's there, which is. A good thing for most most people. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I want to be able to, just in case the phone is dead or something like that, I want to have my unit able to use it on its own. I mean, it's I a great thing. Pfizer owns Viagra. That can help you with your unit. No. No. I get it, because sometimes, well, every adventure my phone dies. doesn't even matter if I leave it in the bike charging the whole time. Something. So, yeah, it's good for uh, to have multiple options to reach yes. out. So, yeah, check Absolutely. out Ben's Moto Camp Nerd. And uh, I, think, I think that's all. Go check out Critter. Check the links below. Check out yes. Two Wheels and Ten YouTube stupid videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually uh didn't you just release a one of your canada trip videos not that long ago i did so 
I, it's, I know you Sorry. say it about all of them, but this, this is one of my favorite. Just the scenery is. Yeah, I awesome, started it. So. I didn't finish it. In, uh, I was trying to get my podcast. Damn camera malfunction on that trip that I didn't realize till I got home, of course. Oh. So editing those Canada videos has been uh, teaching me new skills using phone videos and pictures. Malfunctions. But, uh, it's like a little 10 minute trip through some very beautiful parts of Canada. So nice. And it has Miss Perhaps. So. You don't have to just look at me anymore. Don't let your kids sit on the waterfall. No, idiots. <laughs> Lord. Dude, that water was freaking moving. Yeah. I asked Dang. the wife if she wanted to go swimming. She said, no. <laughs> if one of the kids fell off, the parents would have blamed the water. I'm sure they would have. So, you know, that's if, how the, if they would have fell off, there was nothing anybody could do. I mean, that that was some, it was beautiful, but not something you want to get that close up and personal with. No, well, we just got crazy, crazy people now. Yeah. Well, I mean, do it all for your Instagram picture. Yep. Who cares if the children fall off? <laughs> all righty. So uh, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I hope you go check out Critter. Um, I don't know if you've noticed or will notice soon that uh, all of our old episodes are going to start appearing on the YouTube. Yes, they um, are. They're not going to be video format. It's just going to be the audio with like a picture. But um it's just the older episodes. So if the, all the new ones will be s still here. Yes. And um, that will be happening soon. Yes. And I don't know. I hope everybody's having a good winter, getting all rested up, and we'll have some great adventures come soon. Yes. Bring on springtime. Please bring it oh, on. Yes. <laughs> Yes, hurry spring because this I bear's move getting fat. I don't want to do it in the winter. No, my bones are like rebelling. It's cold. We don't want to work. <laughs> Did you just say the plane? The plane, the plane. I used to scare the living bejesus out of me when I was a kid. I don't know why, but that little guy saying that scared the out of me. The plane, Shit. the plane. Yeah, the poop. <laughs> yeah, quickly before we go, it's a, this guy was walking by an insane asylum, and he, he could hear on the other side of the fence, 66, 66, 66, 66, a whole bunch of people chanting. He's trying to figure out what the hell. He couldn't see over the fence, so he's walking along the fence trying to figure out what the hell is going on. He finally sees there's a little hole. He goes over and he gets closer and he's about to get up and he sticks his eye in the hole to see if he can see what's on the other side. All of a sudden, a finger pokes him in the eye. 67, 67, 67, 67. Yes. <laughs> All right. Hope you guys enjoyed that. And uh, until next week.
put your eye patch on and keep your ears open so that we can invade them of those ear holes. We'll wrap you later. Well, I'm sorry we had the technical difficulties at the end there, fellas. It was good to see you. Good to see you. It felt like uh, Chappie I've, I've never seen, never met, but, you know, Cody I've seen all the time on his stupid videos. Yeah. <laughs> stupid but, stupid uh, yeah, videos. Like I, he I called you your videos so stupid. That's funny shit. So, yeah. Have a good night, fellas.